This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on The Fan. All right, BT, your boy has his practice window open. So... Uh, trying to understand what this means in real time here. Uh, Schefter reporting. Or I guess others are reporting, but I'm just reading it off of the Adam Schefter tweet. Aaron Rodgers uh, has oh, – the Jets have opened the 21-day practice window for Aaron Rodgers. It's not a return to play. Uh, this is the next step in rehab. Again, this is according to Adam Schefter. I'm reading it right from his Twitter. Mm-hmm. The window could just as easily close without him returning to play. He needs to continue to feel better, and the Jets need to continue to win. Or, excuse me, Jets need to win. I mean, they haven't continued Jeez, to do anything. It's been a while. Uh, but his recovery continues. So he's cleared for functional football activity, whatever that means. 21 days, I guess, to make a decision if he's, in fact, going to come back or not. Yeah, I mean, that's just some some clerical stuff there, the way the NFL handles their injuries. Listen, I mean, I, I want to see Rodgers play this year. I'm probably a little less confident than I was um you know, before yesterday, mm. conversation with McAfee. But, like, I no longer care about this Jet season. I, I'm not going to lie. Wow, what about Sunday? Oh, Big that, game. Well, that's where I'm going. They're 4-7, and seven, all right? If they beat the Falcons, and they've got a chance to do that. Falcons are good. They are a division leader. I got you. Something the Jets have not been in quite some time. <laughs> that is true, buddy. I got you. Me versus you, BT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sad part is I don't even believe in the Falcons. I don't care, nor do I believe in them. I know. But like, if the Jets win this game, yeah, I'll muster up. All right, well, now they're 5-7. and seven. Now they got the Texans with a rookie quarterback who's been amazing, albeit a rookie. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can confuse him. You know, maybe Boyle plays better. Maybe they go back to Zach. Maybe something. And then at least I could get on the train of possibility. Like if they if they can win these next two at home, now you're six and seven. You go to Miami. You start to play the Commanders. Then Rodgers might be incentivized to play. Could he play in that game at all or no? Which game? The Miami game. Because that uh, makes a big difference. That be the twenty-one. Hold on. So yeah, that's December what. And that's December 17th. Let me get the calendar out here. It's December 17th. Today's the, what, 30th? All right, so we are, well, it's today's the 29th. Le- 29th, pardon me. So a little bit less um, than three weeks here. So, Hoff, he would be eligible to play, right? They've got 21 days to make the decision. Yes, he needs to be on the roster. Uh, Within on the 21 days. Right, otherwise he can't yeah. play the rest of the season. Yeah, so he can play again. If, if he's healthy, sure. Right, but here's the thing. First of all, I don't believe he's coming back. But let's just have the conversation because it is fun to have. Let's say they do beat the Falcons and do beat the Texans. For them to have a chance at the postseason, he's got to play against Miami. Because they're or they've lose. got to beat Miami without him, which right. they won't. But yeah, well, right, I, that's I the point. You. That like they could conceivably now they probably won't anyway. But Dude, they're they, not winning the next two. That's what I they mean. They can't score. That, but that's what I mean. They could though beat those teams conceivably without 
Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. They cannot beat the Dolphins without him. So I don't think so. If we start getting in this game of, oh, he's going to come back if it's going to mean something, well, they have to win these next two, but he's also got to come back against Miami. It can't be, oh, I'll see you against Washington Christmas Eve in the event that they win the next three because there's no chance they win the next three without him. See, that would be really interesting. Like, if they win the next two and now we get to – Midweek, like, you know, Thursday, I think is the 14th, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Say December. Now let's push it up a little more than two weeks. Let's say the Jets somehow beg two wins. Ooh, all of a sudden he's good to go. I mean, I don't know if he's good to go. No, but I'm if saying, imagine they announce that like that Thursday or Friday. Well, that would be sick, and I'd be out of my mind enthusiastic at that point. I'd be roped right back in, I admit. <laughs> but like that week, even if he's not fully sure, like if he's close, and he's cleared, but he's close, but he doesn't know if he can commit to it. If they win the next two games... And he's knocking on the door of play. He's going to play in Miami. Everything's on the table. I still think it's the Commanders game. I've, like I've always said, Christmas Eve. Right, but but the game. But if they don't win against Miami, it won't matter. So he probably won't play. Right. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So two things have to happen. One, they don't have lose. to win. Yeah, <laughs> one, they have to win the next two games. Two, yeah. he's got to come back against Miami. Like, or that's, you've got to have the most one of the most improbable wins of the year against Miami without him, which I I don't see. Now with Tim Boyle playing quarterback, with Zach Wilson, I feel better about. Hey, I told you, I going to Tim Boyle was just an idiotic thing. You think they, Zach plays again the rest of the way? How can they go back to him again? They're, they're screwing with him so much. They really the need to. They need to. They, they just here's the thing. They should have pulled him. Weeks ago, they should have been better prepared for this. They waited, they waited, they waited, they waited. Then they pull him when it's too late for Timmy Boyle, who's even worse. <laughs> like at that point, the right decision, as I said before the game, just stick with Zach. You're in too deep. You screwed up already. Don't compound it with another mistake. And they did. And now it's, well, this guy Boyle sucks. Yeah, no bleep. No bleep. You can't win with him. He's terrible. At least with Zach, you had a fighting chance, especially against these two crappy teams. Who do you think you see sooner, Simeon or Zach? Probably Simeon. I, no, I think it's see, over. that would just be that but would be reprehensibly you, repulsive, dude. How can <laughs> you imagine if it. they go back to Zach at this point? I want them to. I know you do, but can you imagine them? Do, like they can't. Yeah, they don't. I don't think they've got the stomach for it. I don't think they've got the lot. No, they I made I, him the third stringer. Yeah, well, when they did that, that's what I mean. They that was basically it. made this almost untenable to go back to. They him. might as well have not dressed them. Yeah, oh, I, I agree. I agree. God, with they've messed this thing up so many different ways. All right, BT and Sal on the fan, continuing with your calls, talking about the Juan Soto potential trade. Robert is calling from North Bergen, New Jersey. What's up, Robert? Hey, what's up, Brandon? What's up, Sal? Sal hey. uh, last yeah. time we spoke, Brandon had called out. It was uh, you had the argument of the walk is better than him. <laughs> I was that uncle, the one with my niece. Remember? Okay, yes, I do, Robert. Yeah, I, I remember so that, too. I, I do. So, by the way, hey, hey, Rob, but, Rob, hold on. Let me let, me let yeah. you know a little secret. Sal's pretending that he remembers oh, that. I remember. I actually remember that. No, no. Oh, okay. yeah. it, it was recently. You, you called down. It was like two months ago. It was something like that. You, yeah, you I heard it, down. though. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. He doesn't remember. Right, so, my my thing is, right, right now I was just driving. I just picked up my lunch from work, so I'll make it short and quick. Yeah. You just said that Acuna is, that, sorry, that Soto is not at the same level of Acuna. I right away my eye my baseball right I'm 34 years old I've been watching baseball my whole time yep. my whole life since five years old and I remember that so I'm like wait hold up my eye level tells me that at the same level so I went back to stats I hate analytics I literally hate analytics so I gotta hit you with analytics really quick mm-hmm. WAR he has three, he has three three points better WAR home runs to about the same level and only a hundred game difference. So Soto has 100 more games. Obviously, he's one year younger. They have the same home runs, same RBI. Sorry, 
81 RBIs in, a, in, in 82 games difference. Yep. He has 81 RBIs. He has 100 strikeouts less and 300 more walks. I don't care that you have All right, Ron, let, let me ask you this here, Ron. Forget about the numbers. And by the way, I appreciate the research that you did because I enjoy doing that. It's like the old school uh-huh. way. It's cool. It's, it's, it's fun. Thank you for, for providing some numbers I didn't even know off the top of my head. That's good. You play ball growing up? Yes or no? Did you play? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did to high school. Yeah, okay, got gotcha. you. So you played the game. You played in high school, fairly high level. You're starting a team tomorrow. You have access to Juan Soto and Acuna. Who are you taking? Either or. No, no, that's not the end. You got to take one. You got the first pick. Nope, not good enough. You You got the first pick. You know why? Hold on, hold on. You know why I'll take Soto? I'm a Yankee fan, and that left, and that's it. And you come up with some good stuff, and thank you for yeah, the call. But that's not the way you be a good GM by saying, I'm a Yankee fan. You take the best player. Uh, Acuna stole 73 bases this year, Dude, come on. and he ripped up his knee a couple of years back. He's just back to fall. I love better Soto. Defender come on, man. Acuna's better. He, he, Stop. He's not, I, I love Soto, too. We're Me talking too. About I love the top Soto. In the game. Acuna's better. Not even close. Not to Judge mention, is better than Soto. Not to mention the cost. Of of the two right now. Let I mean, me, you, can, you know what? I have it up. Go good. Finish your thought. Well, I didn't Acuna's mean to jump on, on you there. Acuna's getting pennies, and you're gonna have to pay Soto maybe you know four or five hundred million, whatever it may be. Look at this, dude. Yeah, you've said a while ago that they're gonna have to rip up this contract at some point. He's gonna make. If wow. I'm Acuna, I, you know what? He should be the first baseball player to to, to hold, hold out, out or something. Yeah. He's making in 2024, 2025, and 2026 17 million dollars. Or less whoa, whoa, whoa. than each year. Each year. So seventeen million. Or less than next... Josh Donaldson made last year for the Yankees. If I'm telling you right now, wow. And this is not because I hate the Braves. It's because I love Ronald Acuna and want players to maximize their value. Just anybody in life, maximize yep. your value. Ronald Acuna, and I don't condone this normally. BT, he's he's getting ripped off. Like that's not right. There's right and there's wrong. Yeah. He should hold out. I don't think he'll have to. The Braves will do the right thing. They're a forward-thinking program. Are they? Yeah. But they locked all their guys up for cheap. But, but that's brilliant. Oh, but but, well, but now they, they, they ripped the kid off. Yeah, but no, no. When they gave it to him, they did not rip the kid off because the kid wasn't doing was, this at that they, point. They, okay, let's see them do right by it. Well, what I'm saying they is they've done right by players so far, trusting in the skill set and rewarding them and buying out arbitration, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So giving them money, quote, quote, unquote, before they actually earned it based on projections. So they never really had a chance to make it right. I mean, he's outperformed. Every other contract, nobody's outperformed by seventy three percent like this guy has. Well, right, he's this is the first opportunity to make it right. Yeah, and they will. But we knew at the time his deal was way low. I Even didn't know design. it was that. Critical. No, it was bad. Dude. Well, when they do were... you think he signed it? He signed his deal. I'll tell you, in twenty twenty two, he went from five million dollars to fifteen million dollars. Okay, the total value of his deal was what a hundred like, change, I believe. It was definitely a hundred something, right? Now, but keep in mind, before the 22 and 23 season, right? And again, we all knew he was a dynamic mm. five-tool kid, no doubt about it. But he hadn't pieced together the, the you know, eh, a lot of it was more on upside and tantalizing talents. But, I mean, you look at his first couple of years, a 26 home run, 64 ribbon, phenomenal. His second year was actually great. Top five MVP, but he had 41 bombs, 37 steals. Then he got hurt. No, I'm sorry. Then you had COVID. Then he got hurt. So, dude, he, the bottom line is he should hold out, and a brave should do the right thing. Now they're not going to because they're broke in comparison to Steve Cohen's Mets. Ray is calling from Waterbury, Connecticut. That poor, What's huh? Yeah, exactly. What's up, Ray? That's delusional. Hey, what you just said. Oh, they're empty in the postseason as well. 
I mean, what, what do they get to show for it? All the brilliance, all the post, all the regular season wins, division titles. What do they get to show Which for it? Which fan base has more fun watching baseball each year? Mets or, or Mets or Braves? Yeah, right. yeah. Here. <laughs> I didn't hear you. Go ahead, Ray. I'm trying to listen to you. Shut up. I'm trying to listen to the call. What's up, Ray? Ray. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. I didn't expect him to get Soto, but I expect him to get Yamamoto. And and the bottom line is they should do everything they can to get him. They can't allow the Yankees to get both of them. If they allow the Yankees to get both of them, that tells me what, what they told Scherzer and Verlander last year was the truth. And they lied to us about competing this year. Well, and thank you for the call, Ray. The Mets are going to try to compete this year. It's just not going to be to the ridiculous level in the offseason that it has been in the prior years. They're going to be smart. They're going to be practical. But they should be going after big-time players. And the problem that they have is that if the Mets choose this year to dial it back where there are you know, again, I think they wanted so- uh, Otani, but he doesn't want them. That leaves Soto and Yamamoto there's a chance that the Yankees get both the Mets' top targets, or not the top targets, but two of the other top targets that are left on the market with Soto and Yamamoto. If they both BT go to the Yankees and not the Mets, that's going to be painful for the Mets fan base. There's no other way around it. No, it's going to be a brutal winter, and um, you guys are going to be wired in a very angry way, and it's going to be interesting watching you unravel every day. It is. Yeah, I don't think you have a good offseason. It might be one day, but I'll bounce back. I don't think. Listen, I don't think the Mets have a good offseason, and I don't think the Mets are going to be very good next year. All they have to do, all they have to do, is get Yamamoto. It's not even about Soto anymore. Just get Yamamoto. Yep. Problem is, he may want the Yankees, and if they lose him, now all hell can break loose. Yamamoto. Angelo is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Angelo? Hey guys, how are you today? Great Great. talking to you. What's up, Angelo? You too. I'm uh, I'm listening to all the talk about uh, the Yankees putting a package for Soto together, and from what I understand, they have a if it if it occurs, they have a 72 hour window to sign Soto. So I have not seen that. I haven't seen that either. Why would Soto do it? All the reports are that Soto's going to hit free agency. So where are you getting that one from? Did that come out? Well, it's what I've been uh, reading in the post for the last month or so, that the Yankees have 72 hours, or whoever gets him, to renegotiate his contract. Right, but if he says no, then they're going to have the chance to turn it down? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't see why Soto would, at this point, maybe that is out there, Dove saying that it was. Uh, I, at this point, I don't know, Angela, why, the, uh, why Soto would forego free agency when he's only a year away. Well, he turned down the 400, right, guys? So he turned that down. Thanks Thank for the call, call. Andrew. Appreciate it, buddy. If he turned down the four and the Yankees slap on 50 more million and he really wants to be a Yankee, I mean. How much did he turn down? Four. And you think the Yankees are going to do more than that? I don't know. I'm saying, but if they come correct enough and he really wants to be a Yankee? You think the Yankees are going to pony up 400 million? For Get Soto? the hell out of yes. here. Yes. They, they, no way. For Soto, yes. I mean, I'd be impressed if they did it. Absolutely. It would It would remind me of the old Yankees. I just don't see it. So they're going to spend $400 million. I'm supposed to believe they're going to spend $400 million on Soto and $200 million on Yamamoto. On top of Rodon, Judge, Cole, all the other, Stanton, everything mm-hmm. else they got. Well, keep in mind, I'm less convinced that it's absolutely going to be Yamamoto. It seems like there's a better chance than there was a few days ago, but I, that that would surprise me a little. But I do think that they're going to trade Gleyber Torres, which saves them $150 million down the road, which mm-hmm. I've said before. I think you play Peraza at second. 
DJ's on the roster. He's got a couple of years to go, $11 million, not terrible. So you have a little platoon at second. Torres is going to have to worry about paying him. Rizzo's up in a year. So, you know, third base, right now you got a little DJ and whomever platoon. You're not getting yeah. Chapman. Volpe's making peanuts. I think that Austin Wells gets the most meaningful reps beyond mm-hmm. the dish, making peanuts. Um, obviously, Judge is making big bank. If you bring in Soto, he's playing left, and God, maybe he's on Kierbeier for a year or two. I just don't As see the it. heels. Tom is on Long Island. What's up, Tom? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks for making it. Um, What's up? I just want to uh, tell you why, as a Mets fan, I don't watch Soto. But first, uh, I'll explain real quick. I just want to ask BT or kind of make a point to BT and, and support the King Cohen reference that you make, Sal. I, as a Mets fan... I remember in college, I around 2009, I, I, I literally looked up if Fred Wilpon had kids because I'm like, we're never going to get away from the Wilpon. <laughs> so, yeah. so people, and this is true, and that's a true story. I you believe you. So, so, peop, so, people, so people that take things like you do, and I get it, it's a little jealousy, and you might, you might say it's not, but we all have a little jealousy, and I was jealous of the Yankees as a kid, like, Watching you guys win, we lose. Like, it was frustrating. You spent the money. We didn't have the money. We had the money, and I don't want every free agent because they, what they did, Cohen came in. He was happy. He was a fan. He, he went for it the first couple of years. He signed Lindor, Scherzer, Verlander, you know, Diaz locked up, Nimmo. He spent all the money, right? It didn't work. They dialed it back, and they even said last year, you know, we might dial back. They could still be competitive. They won 101 games with the same team virtually two years ago. So to say, to say like, oh, we're, we we got to get everyone, like you say, oh, we need a judge. We should have been on judge. I don't personally, judge is a great player, but he's a great player when he's healthy. He was not healthy even last year. By year six, seven, eight, nine, he, he might not even be walking. So I don't think that's a great investment. The Yankees needed him. I get it. He's the top two talent in baseball, no doubt. But let me tell you why I don't want Soto, because I want Pete Alonso, right? And I'm not saying Pete Alonso's better no, than No, it's Juan one Soto. or the other. You're right. It's not going to be both. So, so, but let me just say, and I know and I know BT's big into the analytics, but all Alonso has done has been a class act one, which we love in New York, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Two, he, he, he battled his way in spring training in 2019 to make the team when they didn't want him to be on the team. They wanted another year of eligibility, but he was so good that the fans would have revolted. If I remember. Yep. And what, what did he do? He came in and he broke every record a rookie could break. He's been the best home run hitter in baseball. Mm-hmm. He plays every day. I want Alonzo. I don't care if he bats 250. He's going to hit 40 homers, driving 120. He hits late. He's clutch. He hits relief pitchers. I want him all for Soto. And, and not because he's better, but it's because the prospects that they paid for last year – I want to see which one pops. Will they all pop? No. But if you're telling me those prospects and Pete Alonso plus Yamamoto over Soto all day, every day, it, and Cohen will get who he wants when he wants it. Thanks for taking the call. All right. Thank that's you, Tom. Call, there's, there's a lot there. Well, we'll see if he gets what he wants when he wants it because he wants Yamamoto. And that's why I said I can no longer call him King Cohen if they miss out on him mm-hmm. wherever he may go. Here's the problem. Yeah, that sounded nice by Tom. And I love Pete Alonso too, being a you know a homegrown Met and all the power. You can't compare the two as players. Like it's not even same level. We're talking about before Acuna and Soto. A lot, like where's Alonso? Which tier of stars Alonso on BT? When you're talking about compared oh, to boy. Acuna, Soto, like he, so if that's he the top tier, the, table? the bets and the judges, Judge Soto, Acuna, yeah. you know Otani, all the you know. 
I think that Pete Alonso is in the third tier, not even the second. He's at the higher end of the third tier. God. He's one-dimensional. He does one thing. I know that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the Mets should keep Alonso, and I want to see him hit with power here, but they're missing the key core piece. If it's Alonzo and Lindor, they're still a star short in that lineup. I I agree. Now, he also said, and and Tom's a big-time fan, he threw a couple things in there, and I was trying to fact-check one of them. When you think Pete Alonzo, do you think clutch? I mean, he's had some clutch moments, but no, it's my, it's my first thought. No, but he hasn't really been. Because I don't think clutch. He, here's This is not about Alonzo directly. This is an issue that I have with the New York Mets core as a whole. I think they're soft. I think they have a glass jaw. I think when they were stared down the barrel at the Atlanta Braves two years ago, head-to-head, mm-hmm. the Braves kicked them in the teeth and moved on, swept them away. And then when they had a chance last season to kind of right their ship, they got swept again by Atlanta. So that to me shows, and I'm not blaming Alonzo, but I'm saying as a team, as the core of that team, they were soft. I want somebody to come in and come in over the top of Lindor and Alonzo and lead the charge with those guys being a part of it. Who's that guy? I know Soto's got the sack to do it. Mm -hmm. That's why I say Soto. Otani's got the star power to be that guy. That's where I have an issue choosing Alonzo over Soto. This is this is a tough call. Um, it's a tough call if you have to make it about Soto or Pete. It's not tough in terms of who I think is the better player. It's Soto, right? Nobody what, would dispute that. But. Nope, I don't think so. What complicates this is the sentimentality. Like I heard Eb say, or well, why can't they have both? That's the problem. It shouldn't be. That's a good point. Well, it shouldn't be one. Spend the money. Well, how come the Yankees could get Judge and Soto? Well, they didn't get Soto yet. Oh, but but that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's not. Well, they have Judge, so they can't get Soto. No, it's they already have Stanton. They have Aaron Judge, and they're going to be trying to go get Soto and maybe Bellinger. But with the Mets, it's well, they have Alonso and they have Lindor, so they can't get Soto. Bull crap! I'm tired of it, especially with the richest owner. That's where the problem is. Yanks also have Garrett Cole making thirty plus million dollars a year, and Rodon they gave him two hundred bu- two hundred million dollars basically. So, so I don't want to hear it. That's so why I always thought it's been overstated about how the Yanks haven't been spending. Right. I it's- know the luxury tax and Howe's got a million issues the last ten years, and Cashman's driven me nuts. Yanks have spent, but the Mets have a higher payroll, so they've spent too. I understand that, but it doesn't mean it's been spent wisely. No, but we're also talking about adding on Soto. It hasn't happened yet. Yep. You're talking about adding on Soto and Yamamoto to that. I'm talking about adding Yamamoto and giving the Mets the benefit of the doubt. While it can't be Alonzo and Soto and Yamamoto, why not? Yeah, it's a good question. Where are their stars? Lindor and Alonzo, I'm sorry, they're not it. They're great players. They, they're lacking the superstar. Yet the Yankees are trying to go get another superstar. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Today's Call of the Day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Jerry is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Jerry? Sal. Jerry. Let me tell you something. You're like a crazy person, man. You, you really are. There's something wrong with you. You talked about a few minutes ago people that are sick. Would you deal with them? I don't know how BT does it. I tell you honestly. The guy's got to be an archangel. You're a crazy person. Well, ba- what's, what's the what's the disagreement that we have here? Give me okay, give well, me some. The last time you were tell- talking about it, we argued about getting uh, Yamamoto on the cheap and all of that. All right, so stuff. what are we talking about today? What is your issue today? Well, let, let's talk about today. First of all, I need you to put on your GM hat, okay? That's the first thing. You bring in Soto. You're going to give up your farm system. You know for a fact that he's going to go to free agency, and there's always the possibility that he may go somewhere else. And you're stuck with nothing. The forte of the Mets is their pocket. Who said they have to give up the farm to get him? That's the whole point. Are you listening to the show or no? Sal. No, no, not Sal. I just said, I just said literally about five minutes ago that if the Mets had to give up more than what's reported that that is going to take to get Soto, then I could understand them backing off of that. Did you hear what you said about a half hour ago when I first called up that you said the Mets better get Soto, they better get Yeah, they they better be in on him. Yes, if the price is down, yes. Oh, man. Listen, I know you're in a foul mood yeah. today, but th- this will give you a little soul of solace here, hopefully. You're, you're the Mets are at least cornering the market on signing and or acquiring superstars' little brothers. So you got Acuna. Oh, I saw this. And now you got Vladdy's little brother. I like so, it. Hey, it's an interesting approach. You see if the DNA is there, and you get him 10 cents on the dime, and you're uh, back to being a Wilpons. It, it doesn't... 10 cents on the dollar, rather. Pardon me. It doesn't help, though, get rid of the little brother attitude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It actually it just makes it, it worse. Make, it does make it worse. Literally, now you you're going after Acuna, the little brothers. Yeah. You are the little brothers, and now you're going after the It's like they're embracing that. Yeah, you know what? We are little brothers well, to the Yankees. Let's go out and get everybody's little brother. Hoff does have an update, oh, something from the Mets that they tweeted. Hoff, come what do you on, have Mets. For me? Good, oh, good news. Yes. This is this is big in the big world today. We have uh, uh, Wednesday. Hold on, now I just closed out of it. Uh, Hoff, I told was it something you, about I Mr. Met giving out I was candy canes? Something else. I sorry. I, I, oh, Hoff, come Mr. On. Met will be at the Willowbrook Mall handing right. out candy canes. Now I have it. Here we go. It's Wallpaper Wednesday Hero oh, Edition. Hero edition. What does yes. that mean? Mr. Baseball is uh, Mr. Met is Batman and Mrs. Met is Wonder Woman. So the Mets tweeted this out, I guess. I, I, I mean, this is it. <laughs> what are you oh, doing? Oh, ha- happy birthday, Hojo. Now, I, I will say, oh, I love the idea, you know, much like I set you up for the Jets this year in yeah. season, getting you sucked in. We are going down that road with the Yankees. Yankee fans right now feel like 
Soto's already in pinstripes. Like you can well, envision well, it. You see you it. You didn't set me up for anything. Number one, you're it was wearing pinstripes today. You got your pinstripes. I, I do. This, yeah. this sweatshirt's gross. Yeah. I just saw it on camera. It looks terrible. I don't know why. I thought it was like so cool. It's yeah. like it looks horrendous now that I see it. Um, I am not emboldened by today's events. I have said this for months. So at least if I'm wrong, but today has to make you feel a little more legitimate. Make you feel no? a little bit more emboldened, sure. But if I'm wrong, I will be wrong because at least I was wrong by being a leader, not a follower. When you see the report about the Yankees, and it's from SNY that the Yankees and Padres are to the point where it's not close, but they're talking names. Oh, I'm liking the way that going. Keep to keep that direction, Mojo going. Now the Yankees have can been out this road before. Uh, Uncle Mo, Uncle Mo, Mo, yeah, Uncle Mo, better take a back seat. Uh, <laughs> Frank is calling from White Plains, New York. What's up, Frank? Hey, so I'm a diehard Mets fan. And you know, I talked to you for years and years when you was a night and now and forever. I remember, Frank, tell, yes. Let, let me tell you something, so That New York Mets, even last week I told you, they still have some kind of touch of Wolfons. They run organization like that. Now, let me, Steve Cohn, Kick Cohn, you call him. Mm-hmm. He's a king millionaire. But last year, billionaire. He pissed his money. He paid his money away last year. He didn't do nothing. What he done? <laughs> <laughs> what he done? Nothing. Nothing. So yeah, but nothing. no, he tried. A nothing. for effort. You can't just blame the result every time. They no. went in with the right mentality. They went balls to Steve the wall. Cohn it didn't work. Sal, Sal, Steve Cohn is a multi-billionaire and he's a baseball fan. He doesn't know run a business like a baseball guy. He's no George Steinberger. He's you know Steinberger. He's he's smarter. <laughs> uh, Frankie, well, question for you. Frank, question. So yeah. when George, I believe it was in '72 for ten million dollars from CBS or twelve million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. When George that, bought, that when, when wasn't born, I was. I, I got you. When George bought the Yankees, was anybody citing his baseball acumen or the fact that he got his money from the shipbuilding industry? No. Exactly. Right. But it's so not, give Cohen a chance. I'll even say give Cohen a chance. And thank you for the call, Frank, Thanks, and, and for your loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not it. like George was a scout or he was a uh, – he, he made money through another empire, totally different. Now, he always revered sports, Ohio State football, leadership, Patton, that whole model that fed into him being George. Like, he, he was a war buff and all that. He didn't he make didn't smart moves. He, until he got suspended, Stick Michael start running the thing, and that's what turned things around. Well, now. well, well, you're missing a decade before that. The smart move was he he attacked free agency well, with Catfish Hunter. Of course. Hunter, he got Reggie after they got swept in 76 in the World Series. He got Reggie. They right. won 77. They won 70. Like, he did things right, to but win. Sure, no, I understand, okay. and I'm not taking it away from him. But what I'm saying is if King Cohen were operating like George, he'd probably double down this year. Be like, well... Yeah, you know, let me go spend more money. Mm-hmm. Cohen's not doing that. He's going to spend in the right spot. See, what I love about King Cohen the most, BT, is that he showed you that he's learning on the fly. He thought he should go out there and spend on Scherzer and Verlander. He saw it fall apart. They made the difficult decision to pivot and trade those guys and buy prospects in the process. Like, Verlander could still be here and still be the Mets' ace this year. I think he should be. The other one was a good move. Okay, well, I mean, I like the idea that they just clean sweep. You know what? Let's just move on, go get the prospects, and start to expedite the process. Now, we're not going to be reluctant to spending, but we're just going to spend in the right spot. Yamamoto is that. Soto in free agency is that. Otani is that. You can't help if certain guys don't want you, mm-hmm. but they're going to go all in on the top guys. Listen, we're having a lot of fun today at the Yamamoto. I mean, Sal's right. all over the map with his emotions. <laughs> but there's always a time to be fair and, you know, to just to put the that little shtick, not that we're shtick-driven yeah. show, but that little shtick aside, we're going to do that right now. 
you absolutely have to still believe in Steve Cohen. Like, I'm not here to, to clown Steve. The moves that he made, buying prospects, that's that's a forward-thinking move. And that's a man reaching into his pocket to do something that nobody else either had the vision or the guts or both to do. So I'm giving him respect there. My my, And I give him a lot of respect in a lot of avenues. He made the big push a year ago. It didn't work out. You get a reboot, hit the reset, attack a different method. That's what, by, through a different method. That's what smart people do. The only thing that I would push back on, I know you should support him. I know you should believe him. But I, my, my personal opinion is that the belief should no longer be unwavering or unquestioned. And the level of reverence for him, that blind reverence like Stevie's going to do, mm-hmm. that's got to be dialed down. I don't mean that, I mean, you say whatever you want. Right, but I mean, right. like, if I'm a Mets guy, I bring that down a tick. I'm still with him. I still believe him. I'm still thrilled in, in him. I still, I'm still thrilled that he's here. But this notion that the old, you know, mighty, all-knowing, you know, amazing Steve Cohen, that's got to take a little bit of a dent until proven otherwise. A little. It will, a little. It will for me if they don't land Yamamoto. But I'm all in now. There's no sense of laying off the gas. Mm-hmm. I'm going pedal to the metal. Uh, maybe I could coin this phrase. You might be familiar with the BT. I don't know. Maybe it's the first time somebody come up with this. <laughs> all gas, no break. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> never heard it, buddy. Never <laughs> heard it. Never heard. It. I certainly. Ne- I know. I've never seen it on Sundays from him, but I've heard it. That was a good. So, all right. You. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, time for another ticket giveaway. Right now, call and be caller number 13 at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326. For your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Avenged Sevenfold, Life is But a Dream, North American Tour at Prudential Center on March 31st. From our friends at Live Nation, tickets go on sale this Friday, December 1st at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Listen again tomorrow at the same time for another chance to win. Do you know who the inspiration was behind this tour, by the way? What's no. it called? It's called the Life is But a Dream? Yeah. I believe that's the name of the tour, right? Uh, life is but a dream. Uh, life is but a dream, yes. The inspiration behind the oh, life is... Oh, don't be a jerk. You're old No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is, you know, the pipe dream for the Mets oh, this offseason. You know, you had to get something there. Speaking of the Mets, <laughs> Sarah, <Jerk>, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I just saw something comical, frightening. I mean, this, this might be the scariest tweet in the history of WFAN. Right. So, there's a picture of our buddy Evan... Roberts coming up next with Teak, of course. The scariest Sean. tweet or the best tweet? Because the best a little bit tweet of everything, the, dude. If I if I said real quick, the best tweet in the history of WFM. The Geos. <laughs> the Geo Gary Myers tweet. That is the absolute I was say, winner. Does one come to your mind no, in that's, particular? That's the one. I, that was just, that was gold. That was absolutely priceless. Best dude. tweet ever. Anyway, all right, so yeah. now this is not yeah. the best tweet. This is the f- most frightening, scariest potentially. Okay. From the it's no longer verified because Twitter's all different, but I know it's their account, the Evan and Tiki Show account. Is a picture of Evan 
with long red hair and a Justin Turner-like red beard. Okay. In the early stages of Turner, but still it's going in that direction. So there's like a fake uh, superimposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like an Izzo, uh, all the great digital guys doing their their stuff back there. And it says Evan is not going to shave or cut his hair until Pete Alonzo signs an extension with the Mets. Now, first of all, might be all year. I mean, what, what, what I this? I'm calling and uh, <laughs> right. I love I love Evan. I'm calling nonsense because he's not signing anytime soon. There is no way that Evan is going to abide by this tweet. It's not happening. Well, he's got to. He no, put it out there. Going yeah, to. He can't be a fraud. Well, I don't know. Did Luke tweet this? Did Did Mirage tweet? Is somebody having fun? Like mm. it, and maybe Bad Tiki tweeted it. Oh, you know, Bad Tiki. You can't trust him, man. Maybe I Bad Tiki tweeted it. Bad Tiki. He's going to Christmas party. I'm stick to it. There's no way he's sticking to that. I don't think the Mets are going to sign him an extension. I'm with you. I agree, but he's not going to be sitting here May 19th <laughs> with hair down to the floor. <laughs> he's he's not going to have an extension. It's gross. He sits in your seat, right? Yeah, Ugh. he does. Oh. He's got all his little toys. Now, nah, listen, Evan's yeah. a great guy. He really is. But he, now, I'm sure he'll talk about this on the show. By the way, I don't want the Mets to sign, extend Alonzo now. I think it's best for the Mets and Alonzo to both wait, let the year play out, then do it. Yeah. You know why I don't want it? Because I'm not going to be one of these who's appeased by Alonzo. You mentioned it yesterday. Talking I mentioned about, it a month ago, my yeah. theory about, go ahead, you set it up well, because well, I right. did say something like this. But just like the this. idea that they may not do anything in free agency, but they'll throw you the bone and extend Alonzo. And Almost to, me, to like, placate people. I'm, yeah, but I'm not stupid. Like, I, I see right you. through that move. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, the smart baseball move is to just let it play out. Yeah. If I'm Alonzo, I say, screw you, I'm betting on myself, I'm going to play out. And if I'm the Mets, I say, go show us what you can do and we'll talk contract at the end of the year. Like, see what you're worth on the open market, and then we'll come back. And, and just the same way they did with Nimmo, do it with Pete. I, I'm not – I don't want to have it ex- having extended in it. Did you actually see the I picture of Evan? That. He actually doesn't – he looks like the dude from uh, The Hangover. A little bit. Right? A little bit. Not Zach, narrows it down. We have Zach. It's definitely Zach. Yeah. I mean, that's just – that's a rough look there. But well, I hope – listen, I want Pete to stay because I think that would really make Met fans happy. I don't know that that's the best baseball move myself. Sorry. But I don't want to see him sign because I want to see Evan walking around like a complete slob. Oh, God. Yeah, he will look like here. a slob. And BT and Sal on the fan will finish up uh, on the phones. One quick note. I was told by somebody in the industry. Now, again, I don't know how accurate this is or not or what it necessarily means. But I was told that Yamamoto oh. has been known. Not Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Okay. Pretty soon it's going to be Yamamo. I told you so. <laughs> Yamamoto has wanted to be a Dodger. For years, and that mm. apparently is something that is well-known within the industry. I've not seen that reported anyway. Maybe I missed that. Mm. But if Yamamoto prefers the Dodgers... Now, again, he may be somebody that's taking the most money, but the thought here was that he preferred or he's been known to want the Dodgers for a long time and that it would take a significant bid, higher bid, to get him away from that. So, I mean, are we talking 20 $30 million more? That's probably what Steve Cohen's going to have to do if... He wants him. I don't think the Yankees are going to be in that ballpark. I do. I think the Yankees are going to have to get him at a discount. And, again, maybe the Dodgers have the highest bid. If things are close, maybe choose the Dodgers. Who knows? I, I don't know. But I'm telling you, I was just told that he's always wanted the Dodgers as well. So maybe the thought of him wanting to be in the pinstripes is being overblown a little bit. Maybe. And, and maybe he just wants the most money. If he does want the most money, I do think it's going to be with the New York Mets. And if it's not the Mets, then... You have to explode. No, if, if it's the Dodgers, I'd take it better than I would if he goes to the Yankees. So if the if the Mets and the Dodgers 
have comparable offers. Let's say his love for the Yankees is overstated. Right. He's not coming. To, just for a moment. Not, not coming here. Mets are involved. Yanks are involved as well on the, on the cursory level. But uh, Dodgers. Looks really like the Dodgers. And the Mets have the offer that's right there. And Yamamoto's camp goes to the Mets and the Dodgers. All right. I, I want this. And the Mets are like, we're out. And he goes to the Dodgers for $27, $31, 33000000 million more. You don't crush the Mets? Because that's the essence of Stevie Cohen, the money. Yeah, I know. But if he, the Mets, if the Mets bid twenty million more than the next guy, or thirty million more than the next guy, and they don't get him, there's nothing you could do about that. That's not it, what I'm saying. No, though. I know. Okay, it's got to yeah. be. It's got to be that. Like the Mets, to me, have to have the highest bid by at least twenty million. If they get told no, then you, then you, I can't you have get to absolve them. That, but you if can't, they yes. don't, if they don't have the highest bid, by, which I'd be shocked if they didn't. I think the Mets will tack Dodgers, on the extra year. I think year. The Dodgers might keep going too. I'd have more, a lot more faith that Dodgers would keep going than the Yankees would, and I think the Yankees will come correct. Right, but I guess the point is, but, the point is maybe he doesn't just prefer the pinstripes. No, I got it. If if industry sources have known this for a well, while, then why is it they, just coming out now? Uh, uh, see, this is the problem just, with this, the time that we're in now. What do you want to tell you? I'm I, not saying people make up stories, but well, I'm not making up. I'm no, I'm not saying you. But I, I do think there's an element of, of of real deep embellishment. You see the same thing at the NBA trade. And again, I'm not I'm not saying that's the real journalists out there are making stuff up. I'm not implying that at all. But there's an element of sensationalizing, like a modicum of possibility, and presenting it as you know something is you know really like substantive to get people fired up to click. I don't, I would have right. been dumb people. Well, that's how you monetize well, your brand. You click. You and I don't. We don't do that. And, but people think like like even Boomer. I heard them talking about it today. Some idiot, dope writer, some loser hack, no name guy is saying, "Oh, Boomer Esiason said this. Take it with a grain of salt." Who said it's, that? I don't even remember the guy's name. But the point is, it's Boomer Esiason. You think he's making something up? He's not. Tiki's not making stuff up. You and I aren't making stuff up. We're hearing stuff because we work in the business and here I got a text from I'm just telling you how this happened. I got a text from somebody in the industry that told me that news about Yamamoto or told me that about Yamamoto about the Dodgers. Now, I don't know if it's true. I've never heard it before, but I'm not making it up for mm-hmm. clicks or whatever it may be. Maybe other people do. I don't like we don't. I don't care about that. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I hear. Never gonna be and our it, MO. It never. Be, now I trust Andy Martino's reporting more than anybody else. He said about the pinstripes, and there's intrigue reportedly from Yamamoto and about the number the eighteen and, and all the that number stuff, 18. Yeah. So all those things are facts, yeah. but maybe he also has wanted the Dodgers for a while. Mm. I don't, I don't, who, who the hell knows? Just telling you what I hear. Brandon is calling from White Plains. What's up, Brandon? What's up, guys? Um, look, I, on Soto, Soto's obviously sick. I think he's probably a better fit for the Yankees, but what the reason I'm calling is, Sal, you mentioned about the Mets and Soto, how the Mets don't have the stones and they need a guy to come in there and, mm. and be the leader. I don't know that Soto's that guy. Uh, he just went to San Diego you know, they, they struggled this year. He struggled the first half of the season he was with them. Obviously, last year he was, he was pretty sick. The team was no good. But he had Machado. He had Bogarts in that locker room. And then you think back when he was with the Nationals, again, statistically awesome. But that was Harper's team and Turner's team. Like, I, I don't Well, I he might not Soto be the, the he, Yanks. You're right about he might not be the leader. Already, you know what I mean? No, you're right, Brandon, as far as he might not be the leader. And thank you for the call. What I'm going based off of his performance in the postseason in 2019. It's all that matters. Like, I, I'm not saying he's going to come in and be Keith Hernandez and teach guys how to win. Yep. I'm saying that his bat does the – his play does the talking for him. I agree. On the field. And that's more important. Certain sports like baseball – now, if you have a great captain like Keith Hernandez, 
I mean, it's really hard to quantify this. Uh, you know, obviously, Mattingly is my all-time favorite, but I can make the case that Keith Hernandez very easily is the greatest captain in the history of baseball. Right. I can make that case. Watching him play, keeping that crazy group of lunatics together, uh, just the way he charged buns. I remember they were plays. He'd be five feet in front of the batter. Do you know how dangerous that is? All you got to do is pull back and a little slash and rip up. You're dead. Like, Keith Hernandez played so hard and everybody respected him and, and was on high alert. So his captain, his captaincy was paramount to the Mets' success. But that's the outlier. Like, other captains don't really impact baseball. They they impact hockey. You know, you, your best player in the NBA generally better be your hardest worker, like a Kobe, like a Ewing. I'm not putting Ewing there, but for, for our Knicks local slant, like a Michael Jordan, guys who just are grinding all day, and, and they're going to be in the gym all night. Baseball, just show up and hit 315. You know, and, and and you did your job. I think I just heard a concession right there of a battle that's been going on for almost 40 years. Yes, as the captain, not as the better player. Keith You'll never get that concession. Keith is better than Donnie As baseball. the captain, correct. As the captain. Oh, he's the greatest captain of all time. Nathan is calling from Brooklyn, New York. What's up, Nathan? What do you average? 16 home runs in his career? Yeah. Oh, here it was. you go. Now i got to start. Go. Don't make me disparage, Keith, <laughs> to prove my mad What's up, love. Nathan? Go ahead, Nate. Hey, so a couple of things on the match. First of all, um, I know you said like this. They, they haven't feel this a win, like a real um, sustainable winning team. But when he said when he bought the team was, he said he wants to get sustained winning. Now, that means, I think with Scherzer and Berlander contracts, first of all, he showed that, is that he's going to put up the big bucks, but it's not going to be a long-term thing that's going to hamper him for a long time. But I think somebody like Yamamoto or somebody like um, like Soto, those guys. Otani. Lindor. Not Otani. Lindor, yes. Not Otani. Well, I don't no, think Otani, he's the wrong side of 30. I think even Alonzo, like, the reason why they're not signing him is because smart organizations don't give $300 million to a guy who's the wrong side of 30 and is a one-dimensional well, he, player. He's I not, don't think, I don't know what's going to happen. He's not getting but 300 million. it's a fundamental move. It's not a smart move. Right. Oh, and it's, there's going to be a difference, though, Nathan, and good call. And, and by the way, the Mets would be in on Otani if he was interested. So that would be something that they uh, find worthy of spending their money. Alonzo's not getting $300 million. No chance. He's, not, he's just not that type of player. Not when Olsen got 168. Right, so... And it's slightly better. I mean, maybe you could get him under two. Maybe you have to get him at two, and that would be the deal. And there is more value to the Mets with Pete Alonzo than there is to another team because of the sentimental, homegrown, whatever, all that stuff. And you're right. It's not necessarily the best baseball decision, but that is a decision that needs to be factored in. Bottom line is, Mets need more players. Hot stove heating up. Rumors surrounding the Yankees. You know, Yamamoto prefers them. Trade talks with Soto. Mets cannot come away empty handed. It's beginning to look a lot like Soto. It's beginning to sound a lot like bullcrap. No, get out of here. I don't want that. All right. Thanks, everybody who called and listened. Appreciate each and every Here's one of you. Here's the pitch to Soto. Thanks to, to, to right. Thanks to Hoff, Evan, and Tiki coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.